One summer when I got back from a visit with my dad, I recall greeting my mother off the airplane. I wrapped my little bitty arms around her fluffy belly. That feeling of home was a such a comfort feeling in my mother's arms. I instantly noticed she had lost weight, even told her she wasn't as fluffy. As we were walking in the airport, down to the luggage claim, she had such news to tell us, more than one thing to share. I was so thrilled to be home. Until I heard I got married and we moved while you were gone. I wasn't happy to hear either. I really enjoyed our home in the holler with other kids. Where we moved to was a trailer off a main street. It ended up not being so bad after all, except for the cats. Cats always died there from the traffic. The third husband my mother had married. I am still to this day in complete shock over this, but do not judge my mother as my husband and I have 19 years between us. I still don't understand how this had happened. This man was an awesome grandpa kinda guy but for a stepdad, he did okay. There was some years between them. Something in the line of my mother being 36 and this man being 63. I loved the time he took us kids to his family town to spend with his family. I loved the kids there. It was a way of simpler togetherness. The girl was named after Pop and thought she was the kindest person I had ever met. With this family I was always safe. I always wanted to go to church. I don't have many memories of church in the city other than a handful of times with my dad. Once I do remember my mom handing me off to the preschool room, but that is so vague that I only see it as a glimpse. Maybe that is the moment God took hold of my heart to always keep me calling back to his home. I would beg, plead, sweat and cry to my mom about taking us to church. What a day, what a glorious day, every time we went to church I loved it. I would fight to stay home, sometimes did get to stay home, but when I went to church I loved every moment of it. The visions I would have, the feeling of floating, God simply holding me in His presence every time I walked through any church doors. The visions are for another story. The vivid dreams I could have in the daytime, only God can bless me with this. Sadly most see it as a curse. I don't really like being my mom's business, so a divorce happened. She started dating another guy. This guy was pretty neat to say the least. They got married. We went to church 10 times a week. I mean every time the doors were open, we were there. He pastored churches, preached at many. My mom sung so beautifully. God blessed her with a voice that belongs to an angel. Sadly she doesn't do it as often. We were doing family things, fishing, bowling, singing, playing. We were a family. Then until we weren't. His son and I dated during the first part of their marriage. Would sneak holding hands and kisses. Didn't last long, it was weird. Middle school had become a place where I wasn't held under a microscope being watched my every thought. I wasn't told what to do, how to do it or when. It was school, it was my escape from home. I loved school, always wanted to go even when sick. I didn't like being home. I was different at home. I couldn't express who I was or mention that couldn't find who I was in the paper bag I felt stuck in. I was constantly asking all the teachers what's the meaning of life? I contemplated that question early in life. I brought me down a lot. I would shatter and cry while acknowledging I feel this, I see me, I think I am thinking, I am real, while others are real, what if everyone I see is just imaginary to be mean to me? I couldn't understand why the world brought me down so bad at an early age. The bullies in grade school became not so good friends now. They were nice to me when only few were around. Only nice to me so I could do things with so they weren't alone. I always felt so alone and used, like why do they want me they already have friends, when those friends come back I'll be chopped liver again. I've never had friends that felt like friends once I walked away for a moment. I started smoking cigarettes when I was 12. Us friends would all steal their parents used up or just laying around cigarettes. Once we stole a whole carton grabbed a pack for each of us. 
We went into the kitchen, grabbed popsicles and headed up into the mountains for the day. We were alone, a few of us. Parents got back home just as we settled in on a sankhole. We would smoke a cigarette, eat a popsicle as if that would cover our breathe. We didn't know at the time that smoke parents can't smell the smoke on others. So that's the summary of how I started smoking. The sneaking, stealing and lying about had begun. I had feelings of my family was different than I was. My brother, I watched him and my mother fist fight. Fight so hard to the point they went to go the ground hard. My brother was in high school, he is different too but doesn't want to invest in that, his choice I love him no less. He would treat my mother awful. Come to find out, he won't talk about it, but we believe and reason to assume the same man who hurt us girls may have hurt him too. Both men is possible, but not my story just my thoughts. It's the only thing I can understand why he would treat my mother that way. I would watch my sister get the backhand often. She would argue and continue on till she got hit. To this day the lady doesn't know how to put a pie in the hole. Yes she knows she has a mouth and I love it, it always keeps memories laughing. She would be physically outward the way I felt inward. She would cling to her mother then argue till she got in trouble. She was the one who went out and did her own thing. Went and found people to help. Found someone to talk to, play with and do. I got in a lot of trouble all the time. It wasn't physical in the way of harming my mother, I didn't necessarily argue with her with either even though I did have my fair share. I got loads of soap in the mouth. It was the cold suppled hatred I had. While doing dishes I would cry loudly the entire time. During dusting and vacuuming I would go so slow that a time lapse would be faster than I. I mentally felt strapped down and took me longer to do a task, it physically hurt me to do these things, but I couldn't express how taking care of a home, with my mother was something I thought would kill me. The way the fires would burn zap through my brain, telling me I wasn't good enough to stand at the sink to wash dishes for a family who only hated me. We used to go to other family homes during the weekends. These were with local cousins. We would then go to other friends of theirs homes. I was exposed to many people, drugs and odd things. Any time I was ever caught alone, some stranger would find me. I would be trapped into a corner here, there, a room over yonder, under a tree, any and everywhere. I would get stuck in a place where I'd get my pants down and someone would rub on my vagina. The strangers rubbing on my vagina got so bad before I knew it it was happening with more family too now. Cousins touching in bed at night. We'd be kissing and laughing. Us girls, yep. Some of the boys would sneak in. We'd play spin the bottle, show me I'll show you. It just seemed like I couldn't keep my own cat to myself. I didn't want anyone to pet me anymore. I honestly don't ever recall doing the starting up of any of this. I just remember being there, wanting to go home. It seemed like I was never allowed to ever go back home when I wanted to. At school I began my escape. Friends introduced me to pills. I was shocked to see these different friends come to me, bring me to the bathroom to smoke cigarettes and pop slash snort pills. These feelings were amazing. The calm mind I finally had. The release of all the pressure had been let out. The whirling feeling as the world spun by while the calm serene filled my insides. So many of times I fell asleep in class, go home and sleep till it wore off. Once almost caught because a few others took too much. I got questioned, said I didn't sleep that night nothing was wrong. Lied about being with them and went back to class, slept it off till it was time to go home. Everyone had always believed me. Once I got suspended for getting caught for smoking. We went out the back door, like idiots stayed at that door and lit up. Said we were looking for lost money. Nope we were smoking and my mom believed me that I was innocent. Lying to pop pills and smoke became so easy. Anything to get these feelings to calm me down again. Now that I'm older I have such an understanding why that pill made me feel so wonderful. Xanax. 
The drug to this day I love most. I haven't taken it since middle school. Now that I can take it, just ask my doctor, I don't want it. I don't want to fall onto something that I would rely on for the rest of my life. I want to stay on the minimal side of pill popping now. It's to the point I won't even take the pain meds they give me when I hurt. I love the feeling so much I won't use them knowing it would take my entire life away from me. Middle school is where the hypersexuality kicked in for me. My mother dearest can rest assured, living with her held high that she raised me right. I did not lose my virginity while under my mother's roof and care. But this is where the boy crazy, I couldn't get enough boy eye candy. Give me a boy. I crushed on every boy alive in school. All I wanted to know was are all boys like the men in my family? Will they touch me? Do they like me? The self-degrading questions I already had in the beginning of my puberty years. Already telling myself I wasn't good enough for the world of men. I would never be worthy of a good man. I needed men to hurt and touch me but why wouldn't any of them? Everyone was talking about sex. In the class, when teachers left or were busy with others, the boys at the table would pull their penises out for us to look at. Some of the girls, not me on this, would raise their dresses. I had only flashed my boobs a few times. Nothing something I enjoyed just did a few times because of a dare or what was happening at the moment. We would draw and talk about these things until lunchtime. Lunchtime and PE time were the times we were outside and hide in the bushes. We'd all make out and touch. Doing kid things that we shouldn't have been doing. I once wrote a letter to a boy. Telling him I would be his sex slave. Oh how badly I wanted, no needed to be touched. I had no idea what these feelings were. For some say it's just raging hormones. Raging hormones your entire life? No control over these desires. These go more into the high school years later. But it's more than just the teenage hormones. There would have been help for me, if I talked to my mother. Not in this time, day or age. Needless to say middle school is where I began to feel. Feel things on a level no one around me care to understand. I felt so lost while being in the center. As much of a loner that I am, I have always been the center of my friends. I'm happy they came to me wanting me to do this with them. I was happy to know I wasn't alone. Honestly I didn't know I was ever truly worthy of anything else other than a friend who filled another friend's void of not being alone. Even if it was just because I was the first friend they pumped into and so they asked, I don't think I was ever thought of as I'm going to find her and ask I don't think that's the case. While living with my mother, I started two years of high school. Those two years with her were much like the middle school years. Just a continual cycle. We did go to church more. I was feeling more Jesus in me as I was approaching high school. The deeper need to write poetry soared through me. Writing became a passion for me to feel love on a level no one wanted to share. I wanted love from the heart while others wanted something of the flesh. I wanted the wind to blow past me during lunchtime remembering that it was God guiding me through the troubles I was having inside, while my peer provided a different path. Torn between the worlds I did what many of us do. Live them. Today I am thankful for the anchor God had placed in my heart. It's His sails that have guided me in this life. He has written my story, so I may live it to tell you. Living a worldly life while feeling the presence of God during my teenage years is the very thing that had kept me alive today. I am His.